John, obviously you've had a bit of time to digest everything. So what is your reaction to the Independent Commission imposing that 10-point deduction on your team? Um, I think like everyone, well, certainly everyone in these parts was, was shocked. Um, and seemingly the, the wave of noise after that seemed like most people in football, around football, are shocked. Um, the enormity of it, disproportionate, is a word that's been used by the club. And, you know, so obviously we're going to feel a bit aggrieved by that. Um, on the other hand, it, it just it doesn't change the focus. The focus since I got here has been sorting things out on the pitch, getting the team to win, getting the team to feel different, the performances to be different. Um, and we were obviously on the right lines for that um, and delivering strong performances, I felt. And then this has just given us a push backwards to then come forwards again. You know, that's the, the job hasn't changed for me. Um, it's just made it more difficult in the current circumstances until the appeal, of course. What impact then does it have on the mood in the dressing room, particularly as you've taken those steps that you're speaking of? Well, I spoke to the group and I said, look, you know, the, the, the league table is one thing, but, I've, you know, I don't change my story very often. At the end of the day, I've always believed that the, the final league table was the truth of a season. So I'm not going to change that now. I said, look, lads, it's for sure it, it changed the viewpoint, but it doesn't change what we're doing. You know, in fact, it enhances what we're doing. It just means we've got to go harder for longer and stronger, you know, play stronger. So they're, they're the rules of football. You know, this is what it is. So it's been more about refocus than anything. Um, the, group, the group have been very good in themselves, I must say. You know, uh, with the characters we've got, you know, particularly Seamus is a good voice and Youngie with his experience, Tarky, Jordan, and many, many others, by the way. You know, Ganner and people like that with their experience. Duke, all, all the senior boys particularly rallying and going, look, it is what it is. Let's get on with it type thing. So I think that's been the clear message from me to the players and from them to each other is let's take it on. Let's take on the next challenge. There's been plenty of them since I've been here. So let's take this one on. While you've touched on the challenge that you face, how fair is that challenge in your view? Well, like I said, I, I think I follow the club's words. You know, the, I don't know every inch of what, what went on in the past. I don't know every inch of the commission and why they've come out what they've come out with. But I certainly believe in what you know the club put forward, the, the, the fact that it's disproportionate feels like it's unjust. And I think there's plenty of voices out there who feel the same. Um, that said, what's done is done for now, obviously. Um, appeal pending. So therefore, we have to get on with it. And that's, that's just the simple facts of it. And in terms of getting on with it, how is the squad looking injury-wise? Seamus Coleman, we know how to run out this week. Is he ready to be part of things from the start? Uh, Onana, has he been able to train? What's the latest on his injury? Yeah, Amma's, uh, his, his calf, I don't think will be right. It's still uh, sore. Um, the other lads, three of them had a game in the week, including Lewis uh, Domino, slightly younger, but the, the three older boys with Ben, Kino, um, with Seamus, all played in the week, so that's good, getting them some minutes. Shams come through, no problem. So that's kind of, you know, I spoke with him about it. I think when you've had a long-term injury, that, that, that 90 minutes is the, sort of the final marker, really. Um, so I certainly think he'd be around it. He's been training very well. He's a great voice around the place. We know that. Um, so yeah, it's good for them just to, to, you know, get as many minutes as possible on top of the lads who have been away as well, of course, and got minutes while they've been on international football. Andre Gomez and Delhi. Uh, Andre's back on the grass with us, which is good. I mean, he's about a very frustrating season so far, but he's back on the grass with us. He needs a bit of time. He needs games, obviously, but he's back around it. And then Delhi, it's good to see him back on the grass. I mean, he's still tentative at the moment with the uh, sports science side of things. Um, as regards not joining with us, but he's joining a couple of warm-ups and just feeling his way back in. So it'd be really pleasing if we can get him uh, fit as well and he can get himself fit. And obviously looking at the game, potentially there is the opportunity to pull yourselves at the first time of asking out of the, the relegation zone. So 
What are you expecting in terms of the challenge that you face against Manchester United, but also in terms of the atmosphere at Goodison Park as well, given everything that's around it? Yeah, I think first things first, they're a good outfit. I know there's been a lot of noise around Man United for a while now and the ifs and ands and are they playing well, are they not? But at the end of the day, they're, they're top of the form table, I think, in the last five, just in front of ourselves. So they're obviously playing very well um, in the sense of getting results, that is. Um, so I don't think we're too... Uh, getting too involved in the noise around it. I think it's the truth in what you're playing, so we'll make the players aware of that. Whilst, obviously, looking to deliver our performances. Regarding the crowd, I've said all along, they've been terrific since I got here. Throughout the ups and downs, the ins and outs, they stay resolute, they stay behind the team, and I think it'll only enhance that. I think they're, you know, they'll, they'll feel it's been unjust, I feel, and I think they'll be ready to deliver as well as we do. So uh, that's what we're looking at. I've been looking for it all the way anyway, is that combination. You know, they can see a team, they're giving their lot to win games. And I think it's a first marker. If we can do that with quality as well, of course, that's the given. That's what we were looking for. Um, but I think Evertonians will be right there for us. They have been since I've been here, so I don't see why that should change. Probably probably enhance it. Thanks, Sean. Thanks, Finney. We'll go to Julia at Radio Merseyside. Hi, Sean. Sure? You OK? Um, I, I just wanted to mention, just while we're, we're chatting about this, the well-known fan groups, the 1878s, have been doing crowdfunding. They've organised banners tonight. The Toffees in London have got a protest going in London. What's your message to those fans who are working so hard, like £40,000 raised this week for, for banners? Yeah, I mean, I can't get involved in all of that sort of stuff outside of my domain inside of the club, but, but I think the... The, the swell of uh, toffees getting behind the, the club, the feeling amongst the Evertonians, you know, I, I can't dip my toe in everything, but I do get a feel of what's going on, what the measure of it is. Um, and I think they, they do feel it's been unjust. I think they feel like, you know, it's, it's time to stand even stronger, if you like, than ever. Um, the way they do that is their choice. But all we can ask for is their backing and support when we get in the stadium, any stadium around the country, because as you know, you definitely know we do travel with, with numbers. Um, and all we can ask is them to, to keep backing us and supporting us as, as they have done. We read the quotes from Dominic Calvert-Lewin this week saying that it hasn't phased us as players. You, you've said there that you know you spoke to the players. Can you tell us any more about what the players said to you and, and how they've reacted in training? Yeah, I mean, the time was strange because obviously we'd all disbanded for different reasons. So to find out then was, was not perfect. But then to get the players together just this morning, because um, all back from international duty and speak with them, and they seemed very driven to the, the, the fact of what I you know, started the, the interview with, and that's that on the pitch is still the vital thing. You know, that's what I was brought here to do. We needed to change that, and we have been doing that. And I think the results have shown that, the performances have shown that. So sort of not losing sight of that. Now, you could argue we're, we're well-versed in it, because since I've been here, there's been lots of noise around things um, other than just getting on with what's on the pitch. Now I think our clarity is needed even more, even further, and I think the players know that. We certainly know it as a staff. Um, and I think the fans will know that. They're, like I say, I'm sure they're aggrieved at the bigger picture of what's going on. But the fact is, I think they'll be supporting the team. I'm absolutely sure of that. And I think the team need that connection. And we've got to continue to build it. So it does come from inside of what we do. The performances on the training pitch go into games. And then the fans joining in with that. So I think you know the, the players are well um, in, a, in a clear mindset, I think, for that. And I think Dom's right. And I think, as I said, a number of the senior pros have made that clear to the group and I think that's an important factor that we take ownership of the moment and go and deliver. Some other matters, Jared Branthwaite captain the England under-21s at Goodison which was a special moment for him this week. I know you were watching, Lee Carsley told me that 
you know, he's somebody who he thinks can go to the very top of the game. What did you make of his performance and taking on that sort of extra pressure? Yeah, it was a pretty low-key game, I thought, but he delivered it well, as he should do. You know, he's, he's learning all the time. He's a Premier League, um, growing into the Premier League as a player. And, and I think when he goes to that level, he should, he should show that kind of dominant appearance that he has on a football pitch, and he did do. So very pleased for him, but it's a, it's a great honour for him as well. And Yusuf Chimiti this week put a statement out about some racial abuse that happened from another player on the pitch. Uh, you probably won't know too much details on it, but obviously the club have stood with him. Um, real shame for him because he scored two as well, isn't it? So it should have yeah, been about Yeah, absolutely. I, I spoke with him this morning. Um, I spoke with him while he was away briefly, just via message, let him know of our support, and I spoke with him this morning. He's okay. He's okay. Great, you got two goals though as well. Absolutely, yeah. Well, that's, unfortunately, the world changes and that kind of gets pushed to the side with such things, but and rightly so, we understand why. But he's he's okay. I spoke to him today and he's okay. Thank you. Thanks, Julia. Go to John's here, Premier League Productions. Um, Sean, given the run of form that you were in, the international break come at a bad time for you or away from everything else? Has it given you a decent time to assess your progress, do you feel? Um, you never know with international break. They are what they are. We all know them before the season. Um, I think I think we, we we are in a good place. I think the players are still in a good place. We've, we've spoken a lot about what the obvious reasons why with this 10-point situation, but that doesn't affect the players' mood. We need to stay focused on what we're doing. And I think the feel-good factor from the last game down at Palace was, was quite evident amongst the group. It was a shame, actually. The one thing I would say, that we didn't get a training few days together to lock all that in, because obviously a lot disbanded and dispersed straight away. Um, but no, I think, we're, I think we are in a, a good place as a group and a collective, and we don't want this to get in the way of it. We want to make sure that we keep with that, that clear-mindedness as a group to keep performing. You mentioned at the start the ups and downs at Man United itself. Um, how do you assess them and what kind of a threat will they be this weekend? Well, I think the ups and downs more from the opinion of others, not from myself. I mean, I always look at the teams and how they're performing to win. Um, and they've been doing that. So I think we've got to remind our players that what we're doing, you know, and how we're going about it and the reason why our form's good. Um, and, and just, you know, the usual thing. You've got to make players aware of the opposition. Of course, you do tactically and the possible changes and the like. Um, but really, the folks, we put a lot of focus on ourselves this season. And I think... I've enjoyed the fact the players have, have kind of linked into that themselves. And the biggest thing for me, and I mentioned it after the, the Winter Palace, was finding different ways to operate. And I've been really, really pleased with that. You know, if we have to defend hard, we can and we will do. We, we, we certainly want to work hard, but also when we can play and we want to play and we want to find that balance. And I think that's important. And we're still sussing that out. But I think while we're doing that, we're getting results. And I think that's a really, really valuable thing to have when you're not quite firing on all cylinders, but you can win games. And... Uh, and I think we've been doing that. And I think Man United, to be fair, have been doing that. So they're good habits in a way, I think. And I think we need to keep pushing for them good habits into the, the games that come next. There's a game against Manchester United. I mean, players often don't need any more motivation than that against these top clubs. Do they still carry that gravitas for you, provide that motivation for your players? Yeah, I think all, all top clubs do. I think all clubs in the Premier League. We've, we've seen over the last couple of seasons that Everton Football Club, there's no gimmies. It's not an easy ride. So I don't think we're uh, only looking at teams like Man United. I think we have respect for everyone in the Premier League. Perfect. Thanks very much. Thank Thanks. you. We'll go to Shamoon at the BBC. Hi, Sean. Hi. Um, one phrase that's been used by fans is us against the world now. Is that the sort of feeling internally as well? Uh, I don't think it's an internal thing. I think that should be the mentality anyway. Um, I understand why fans are. Um, but I think I think from our point of view, I've been searching for that mentality, regardless, you know, of this situation. I've been searching for that 
that inner belief system within a group of players that we take everything on regardless of the noise around us. And I think we've, you know, like I said, when I got here, there was lots of noise for different reasons around this club. And I think we've, we've done well to calm that, but also through performances on the pitch, re-galvanise a group of fans with the players. I think that's got to continue. But I think I want that mentality anyway. Um, you, don't, you don't just want it in adversity. You want it when, when the going's good, for example. You want the, the, you know, the real bond of a group um, to be true to what it is and I think we're beginning to show signs that we've got that and I think that's important but we've got to keep going we've got to keep enhancing on it and if the fans want to get involved with that because of what's happened then that can only that can only be good news in a, in a bad situation The sanction that's happened is that Bond going to bring everyone together such as the club the board the fans and players as well Well I think that's been coming anyway um, you know and I think we, we can't really talk about boards because of the indifference of what's going on there with ownerships and stuff but I think from the point of view of the fans and the players, I think that's been coming anyway. I think there's been a belief in what the, the players are delivering and the players know the fans are there for us. They have been since I got here. I can't speak before that, but they have been since I've been here. You know, home and away, there's been fans travel, there's been fans back us, there's been fans support us and question us, which is fair. You know, I don't mind that. But I think there's a real connection and I think we could, we've got to build on it, but I think it's there and we, it's our job to keep building on it. Home, home form has been a little patchy this season. Do you think this sort of defiance is going to help that now? Well, I think it's just about putting it in the net. I think our own performance has been very good. We haven't put it in the net enough. Um, so I don't think it's about performances. It's more about actually working at both ends of the pitch, which I've referenced many, many times. But I think we've done that better and better. So we want to start doing it at home like we have been away. Cheers. Thanks, Shamu. We'll go to Ian at the Press Association. Just pick up on what you're talking about there with the, the fans and the sense of injustice. How important is it that that sense of injustice is channeled properly and doesn't become sort of anger and, you know, maintain the focus? Well, there's no reason for it to at this stage. I mean, we don't know, but I can't control every fan. I can't control every emotion that they have. Um, hopefully, if I am going to control it, it'll be through winning because um, we know that brings good emotions. But, no, look, they'll have their own views, they'll have their own opinions, and I can't. Um, I can't manage all of that situation. I've got to manage what's on the pitch and the fans can decide. But I think, I don't think it's just Evertonians. I think there'll be, it seems to me, there's a swell of people around football. I've gone, hang on a minute, that's a, that's a, a knock too far, you know? And I think, we'll see, look, I mean, but that's the opinion I've got at the moment. I think everyone's questioning how, how it's so severe um, and we'll see what comes of the appeal. Based on the results and the performances that there had been uh, prior to the international break, there was a sense of optimism that this would be a season where you wouldn't be in a relegation fight after you know two, three seasons where you were. With the points penalty, are you now in a relegation fight? I don't think it's changed at the moment. The, the fact is, it's it's still relatively early in the season where, you know, it's a season's work. We're going along very well. We've got good points on the table. We we probably should arguably have more. Um, that doesn't change the mindset. It doesn't change the, what we're what we're looking to do as a group. You know, the league table is one thing, but I don't. So I've, I've said. I can't change my rules. I don't stare at it every week anyway. So therefore, the one at the end of the season is the most important. We've still got lots to do, lots of games to play, lots of football in front of us, and I think a very good start, a very good side star, uh, sorry, that can be effective at this level. So that's what we want to do. We want to keep affecting games, take away the noise. We've had to do it endlessly since I've been here. Is keep pushing away the noise around this football club, and bizarrely, just when we were talking about football, Andy actually remarked on it. The last press conference before Palace said. That's one of the first things we've done just about football. And lo and behold, while I was away, we get a 10 point deficit. So, what do you do? Just keep taking it on. Thank you. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> I was like.
I think 